Welcome everyone to the Beyond the Book podcast. I'm your host, Akash Shantel, reporting live from Font Hill, Ontario. The book I'll be talking about today is a classic love story filled with tons of drama. Can you guess what book I'm talking about? That's right, I'm talking about Romeo and Juliet by the great William Shakespeare. I'll be diving into my opinion on whether I think the play was good or bad, as well as whether I think it possessed effective characters, a great setting, and an effective plot. So without further ado, let's jump right into it. Alrighty folks, let's get right to it. First off, I'm just going to come out and say it. The book is pretty darn good for a number of reasons. Let's start by talking about the characters. Every single person in the story, from Juliet to Benvolio, is unique in their own way. All of them have different personalities that assist the plot progression in some way, shape, or form. Let's take Tybalt for example. His cocky, tough guy personality helped create conflict within the story. It was because of Tybalt that the fight broke out and Romeo got banished from Verona, away from Juliet. Another example of this is Freyer Lawrence's nifty smart nature, which helped develop what we thought at the time to be the solution to Juliet's conflict of being away from Romeo. The characters within the play also are very easy to relate to people in real life. Romeo is that one person we all know who's always chasing around girls. Mercutio is that one friend that is always there for you, ready to help you in any scenario. And Lady Capulet is that one mom we all know who's way too involved in their kid's love life. Aside from the characters, there are many more things that I loved about this book, one of them being the setting. Shakespeare absolutely nailed the setting for Romeo and Juliet, as it worked with every aspect of the narrative. The time period that was chosen perfectly complements each and every event in the story. Also, placing the tale in the 1400s-1500s allowed things such as the arranged marriage between Juliet and Paris, as well as the old-fashioned sword fight between the men to actually make sense. It otherwise wouldn't have worked, as when do you ever see a grown man walking around with a sword in this day and age? Placing the story in Verona, Italy, a place that is known worldwide for being one of the most romantic cities, was an absolute perfect choice to stage the love between Romeo and Juliet. The old architecture, culture, and overall atmosphere that comes with Verona helped in developing that classical romantic mood for the story. Okay everyone, let's move on to the plot itself. To put it simply, it's incredible. And no point in the book was I not interested as I was always eager to read what comes next. There's always something going on, whether it's Romeo and company sneaking into the Capulet's party, or the romantic balcony scene between our two lovers. The action literally never stops, as whenever it appeared that a solution for the conflict was found, 
either that solution wouldn't work out, or a new conflict would rise up. Take Romeo's situation in the first scene for instance. First, he was at conflict because his love at the time, Rosaline, said that she didn't want to be with him. However, later at the Capulet's party, he found a solution in the form of Juliet, forgetting all about Rosaline. Just when everything seemed great, he finds that Juliet is a Capulet, and with him being a Montague, another conflict appears. On top of possessing this go-go-go feel, the plot also has a few huge plot twists that caught me and the majority of other readers off guard. Let's be honest, when the plan for Juliet to fake her death was introduced, no one thought it would end with Romeo killing Paris, followed by him killing himself because he thinks Juliet is dead, and then Juliet waking up and killing herself because Romeo's dead. It truly was a plot twist that absolutely nobody saw coming, and it made the narrative very unique. Unlike most stories, it didn't end up with the couple living happily ever after, and this made the plot one of a kind. Looking back at the entirety of the book, overall, I would give this book a very respectable score of 9 out of 10. I think they knocked it out of the park with the characters, plot, and setting, as all three were used in a high level of effectiveness. However, if I could go back to change one thing, I would want to alter the lengthy love dialogues that can be found in many scenes between Romeo and Juliet, as their flirting was very repetitive and unoriginal at times. Alright folks, that's it for this episode of Beyond the Book. However, make sure you mark your calendars for this upcoming Sunday, November the 22nd, when we will be releasing our second episode, titled, How to Kill a Mockingbird. No spoilers though. Alright, this is Akash Senthal, signing off for now. Catch you guys at the next one.